Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The TalkSport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent a Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Friday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And of course, you can check me out on Drive from 4pm tomorrow. Today, today, not tomorrow, it's Saturday. I don't work on the weekends, don't need to. Anyway, we begin with the Europa League, where Manchester United beat Real Sociedad over in Spain. Here's the reaction from the action. See what I've done there on TalkSport. They're going to have to take their chances, Manchester United, in a playoff match to decide if they get through to the quarter-final. And it could mean a game against the likes of Barcelona or Juventus because the full-time whistle goes and Manchester United have won the match, but they've come up short in terms of the two-goal victory they needed to top the group. We won't always be number one. And when we are not, we are disappointed about it. But finally, you have to say, we win tonight. It was a clean sheet. We create some great chances. And I think the win is also uh, the decent performance from Donny and a really good performance, I think, from Canaccio. We have some problems in the front line uh, by the injuries, illness uh, from Anthony, Anthony Martial and Jadon Sancho. But yeah, we have also players in the back and um, youngsters, more youngsters coming. So I'm, uh, I'm happy we can also replace something. I just thought Rashford on for Donny van der Beek and keep the same shape, and maybe Maguire for Lindelof, fine. But really weird, all of a sudden they didn't have a right-back, McTominay was in midfield, and then it's laughable in the end to bring on Maguire up front when you've got attacking players. What does that say to the likes of Alanga and some of the other younger players that, that that's what you're doing? Strange, from my point of view. And Ronaldo into Ganacho. Ganacho one-on-one with the goalkeeper, and that is a sensational goal! from the 18-year-old who slides on his knees in celebration. There'll be headlines because of it and, you know, the stat that you talked about, the non-English player, you know, in the likes of George Best, I mean, I think that says everything about the history of Manchester United and where he sits in that. When he gets time to digest it, he'll realise what an incredible achievement it is. On now to Miguel Arteta, as the Moose called him earlier on, who's Arsenal's side beat Zurich in the Europa League. Referee blows the whistle and Arsenal do indeed win. Big win there for the Gunners in terms of keeping them out of that qualification round. They top their group ahead of PSV after it finishes here. Arsenal won Zurich nil. I expected a really tough match. I watched them in the last few games and how they changed since the new manager arrived, how they play against Boro and the game that they proposed. You've seen it. It was really difficult to get any real momentum with the way that the game developed and we have to adapt. We had some big chances that we didn't put away and we made the game more difficult in the last 15-20 minutes. We didn't control certain situations and 
and um, and we have to dig in, which we did, and we find a way to win, and and we are top of the of the group. I forever blowing bubble. CSB nil, West Ham three. It couldn't have gone much better for the Hammers in Bucharest. Six wins out of six in the group stage for Moyes boys. That's the first time a team has done that in the UEFA Conference League group stage. And some of Moyes' young academy talents were given the opportunity to gain experience tonight and there was much to encourage. Now, Chelsea's Ben Chilwell came off with a hamstring injury in the win against Dynamo Dinamo Zagreb, which has possibly ended his World Cup dream. So, should he have even played in a meaningless Champions League clash with just over a fortnight until the Qatar World Cup? No, of course not. Here's me and Darren Bent, the former three-line striker, having a big old Barney, a big old bust-up, or dust-up. No one really knows. Anyway, this was us on Drive. On the eve of a World Cup, left hamstring, Ben Chilwell... Oh boy, that, that was what going through my mind immediately. I've said this many a time in games that are utterly meaningless and last night's Chelsea game was utterly meaningless. The result meant nothing in terms of how they would qualify, where they would finish in the group. I looked at Chelsea's team last night. There must have been nine players that shouldn't have been anywhere near that starting lineup. Bearing in mind the games they've got. They've got Arsenal at the weekend. They've got Newcastle. They've got City as well. They've got some big games coming up. We know how tight this season is. We know how players are getting injured because they've got games coming thick and fast. And I just looked at that and I thought, why on earth are these players playing? And then Chilwell, as unfortunate it was, awful. You don't see anyone get injured, especially just before a World Cup. It just, he didn't need to be playing. A lot of the players, Mason Mount didn't need to be playing. You've got players like Broja or Chuck Wimenka on the sidelines that are desperate for game time. Give them game time. Grand Potter in this role. Loads of question marks have been around him, surrounding is he good enough for the job? Should he have got the job? Have they? We've been talking about how yeah, he's, he's no, unbeaten until no, the weekend. Still, there's still question marks. And even the Chelsea fans, some of them have, have questioned him. Got off to a really good start, but it was a really poor performance against Brighton when they got absolutely smashed. Then you've got people talking about his tactics, the formation, he's playing players in the wrong position. So he's got all these question marks around him. So he's probably thinking to himself, well, I need a positive result and I need my better players to get me this result. He lost to Brighton 4-1. He then goes into this game, he plays a weekend team, they get beat by Dynamo Zagreb. He then goes into the game at the weekend against Arsenal, who have got a good record at Stamford Bridge. He loses that. Then they go away. Then they've got City. He might get beaten that. So you talk about four or five games in a row, and then they go to Newcastle. So it, it might be five games, no victory. He's got to be thinking, well, hold on, I need to get a bit of positivity. Bounce back against uh, Brighton, after the Brighton result against Dynamo Zagreb. Now, Chelsea's Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang had a dig at his old club, Arsenal, in a TV advert. Ahead of their clash, this Sunday, live and exclusive on TalkSport. Uber, as he's known to his friends, said, Arsenal, nothing personal, before adding, I'm back, I'm blue, I'm ready. Villa legend Gabby Agbonlahor said it was unnecessary. It was unnecessary? No, this is him saying that. That's just me doing a very poor Midlands accent. Apologies. I thought BT Sport would have been buzzing with getting him to say, to say them words. It adds, it adds yeah. more spice to the game, more mm. viewers, of course. But very strange. I just think you don't need to do that. You know, no. I could imagine the media officer at Chelsea probably said, do you want to do this? And he's probably said, yeah, but it can come to like, um, you know, you against you. I've never it... done that, no. no. Because these things seem to like work against you. And surprisingly now, if he come on and missed a, a sitter mm. and Arsenal go and win and then you know, you feel, why did you have to do that? The respect he should have for Arsenal. Yes, he fell out with Arteta, but the fans loved Aubameyang. So I think it's a silly thing to do and he could regret that. 
Now, on to the Leeds gaffer, man. Jesse March, sorry, excuse me, ahead of their Premier League clash with Bournemouth at the weekend. March said their sensational win over, sorry, <clears throat> their sensational win over Liverpool, man, means nothing, sorry, if they don't follow up with another three-pointer against the Cherries. Yeah! Bamford in the middle, onto Somerville, Somerville, angle tight! He's posted in! Somerville has surely won it for Leeds United! Obviously, it was a good win, but it's also kind of frustrating that, you know, we can perform like this in certain games, and then, and then we've let too many points and games slip away in other, against other opponents. And so, you know, it's, it's a little hard for even me to understand and appreciate at that moment because I'm still thinking about the fact that we should be further up the table, further along in our process, but we're not. So obviously there's joy that we get a result like that, but also, you know, concern and frustration that we haven't done more in other moments. Now this week, I think there's been real concentration on what's necessary for this weekend. And, and our focus entirely is to, to build momentum. In order to do that, we have to get a, a result and a, and a win against Bournemouth. Now, a Labour MP has called on the Premier League to help stamp out chants about the Hillsborough disaster. Ian Byrne MP, who survived the 1989 stadium disaster, said the slurs highlighted the need for more education. Through the FA and through that meeting, I once an education programme rolled out, both for young and old, but imagine being in a stadium and your 15-year-old son or daughter has done a piece on Hillsborough in school, and then their father starts shouting about Hillsborough within the stadium. Imagine getting shamed by your own son or daughter. Hang on, Dad. You know, that's not the right thing to do. This is what we've got to be doing. It starts at the, the youngest level, and also to education programmes, which the football club could run, the FA could run, uh, the Premier League could run. And I just think it could improve the game, improve the atmosphere, certainly would uh, at Anfield and the away games, the, yeah. the, the away stadiums that we're going. And that's all we're asking for. I don't think it's an impossible task. Simon Jordan argues you can't educate those who are too idiotic to understand their own actions. It's like the expression, youth is wasted on the young. Education is wasted on the moronic. If you think that singing about someone's demise at a football stadium is something that you can be used as banter or trying to encourage your team during a football match by getting at the opposition fans, then you're not really worthy of the time. It's about consequencing. It's about football addressing the issue. I don't think the Premier League have got the jurisdiction to do very much, besides say this is not a very good look and we need to perhaps find a solution to it. But at the end of the day, the solution lies inside the tolerance inside a football stadium. You're not going to be able to have the fault police. This isn't Winston Smith and Big Brother. This is someone walking in a football stadium. You don't know what they're going to do and why they're going to do it. And then you can only react to it being done. Surely, to some extent, it's incumbent upon the stewarding, which is the home club's responsibility, to say we're not having any of this and taking people out. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This episode of the Talksport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Now here's Natalie Sawyer, Gabby O'Bonnell and Ali McCoyce reacting to the news that bounty bars will be removed from celebration boxes this Christmas on a trial basis. Snickers, Twix, Mars or Bounty, Bounty all day. Really? On you go, yeah, beauty. Unbelievable. There you are. Dare they take it out? I'll be buying um, celebrations and take a bounty out. No way. You, would you just rather have a tub of bounty? Yeah, hundred percent. Bounty is unbelievable chocolate. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Told you. Told you. You, don't like you, it. you don't know. Really. It's Marmite, isn't I'm it? Basically, it. that's what a bounty bar is. You either you love so? it or you hate it. I think so. Mm, I think so. Yeah. I often think of it as a very dry chocolate bar. I find myself like yeah with with a bounty. Excuse me for Big doing in your that house, Ali. <laughs> Oh, bounty all day, mate. All day. <laughs> I could be to Ali Christmas I, sneaking oh, after you in the corner. I'm, oh, listen, Gab, don't worry about it. And I've even educated the nation how to eat it. You've got to nibble a chocolate off at the sides. Yeah. So you've got to nibble on. a chocolate. Is that what you and then do? T- yeah, then leave, leave the well? coconut. There you are. There you yeah. are. Lovely. Do you ever see the ones, Ali, where they've got, like, the, the bounties where there's three? You know, the, yes. the, the king size ones? Yes, oh, I, oh, I. That'll not surprise you that I've seen them. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. I'm back on Andy Olsen's Drive Time Show at 4pm today. From 7pm over on TalkSport 2, it's Reading v Preston in the Championship, presented by Dan Windle. There will be another one of these Andy Olsen TalkSport Daily Podcasts at first in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day and above all. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.